Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. I've been waiting all day. I'm ready to breathe some fire. I can't believe the Lions went tight end last night. Are you kidding me? Phone number's two four. No, I'm kidding. Nice try. I mean, I don't don't have any anger. You know what this was? Honest to goodness. Hmm. I I sort of feel like it was a replay in a different way of last year. Initial reaction from everybody when they took Frank Ragnow. The hell they think? Who takes a shot or dumbest thing I've ever heard? And then upon further, they heard other people were really interested. Okay, you could accept it. It fit the plan. And then you also found out he was a guard. Oh, and TJ Lang, you know, potentially wasn't going to be around a while. You could start to rationalize it. Yeah, I think the same thing with Hawkins stuff, although... Let's not pretend he's been sort of pegged to the Lions for like four months. So if you freaked out wildly last night, you haven't been paying attention. Now, me and others thought they would go with the edge rusher. Brian Burns did not did not want them to take the tight end. So I'm not going to 100 percent endorse it at all. But I'm also not going to go. This is not Eric Ebron, who is not a top 10 pick. All right. In any way, shape or form. This guy was in the top 10 on almost everybody's chart. So TJ Hawkinson, um, I think, you know, he does fit what the Lions are trying to do to improve the run game and the pass game. I understand that. I, I understand that. I just watching how the draft ended up playing out, um, you know, with the Giants specifically going quarterback and going with <laughs> Daniel Jones. <laughs> 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 it did... It did oh, that's feel funny. like, oh, oh, and the Raiders, um, you know, going with a guy who they probably could have gotten later in the first round of the draft. His name is escaping me. Uh, Cleland, uh, what's his face? Cleveland uh, Farrell. Yes. Yeah. It, that that to me said, okay, one of these elite defensive players is going to fall to the Lions, and and I guess my mentality started to become that as opposed to like you and I did a show a couple of weeks ago, and we we're like, you know, if they went offense, I don't know that I would be all that disappointed. I slowly got disappointed as the draft started to play out. No, I get that. But, you know, as it did play out, you did begin to see what everybody said, that it is very deep in defensive players. Very deep. I mean, when an Ed Oliver slides to nine, where Buffalo grabbed him, the Lions didn't, you understand that you can get guys later. And and I said this on Twitter, and people yelled at me. This is not to, like, come on, guys, get behind the Lions pick at all. I would not have made that pick. I would not take a tight end at number eight, okay? I wouldn't. But when you look at it, outside of the quarterbacks, uh, little <laughs> Davy Jones <laughs> and the little guy from Oklahoma. Oh, stop it. Outside of those two, Hawkinson was the highest rated offensive player. He was. Or the offensive skill player, certainly. You could say Jonah Williams, the guard. But he was. And, you know, he impacts all three downs in the run game and the pass game. Whatever. I, I, I'm not surprised, ultimately, Bob Quinn is going to follow his plan to the T. All right. Do you like the TJ Hawkinson pick 
Why, if you do, do you not like the TJ Hawkinson pick? Why, if you don't? Is that simple enough? I think for everyone, 248-539-9797. Yeah, even if you don't like it, and initially, like I said, a lot of people just based on social media didn't like it. I think people understood it. I think people understood. I mean, we've been saying like they got to get some pass catchers, whether it's wide receiver. They have not had that. They have not had a reliable tight end since Charlie Sanders played for them. Okay, they haven't. Uh, I'm trying to think if that's accurate. That's pretty close, actually. So I, I get that. Scheffler it just had a couple of okay seasons, but yeah, co- not, but not in the no, not, not in the uh, yeah. run game. Yeah, not no, not run blocking. I, I totally agree. Have they yeah. had a road grader at tight end who could also catch the ball. They did. Who was the one? Uh, was it was it Carpenter? Dan Carpenter or something? I think the guy's name was for like not one a good year one. or something. Just a blocker. But yes, I understand your point. Yeah. So that. From that standpoint, it makes sense. I and ju- as long as they go, go get some defensive guys starting tonight at seven, you know, in the second and third round. Well, that's tonight. the thing. I think they can make up, you know, for the people that are disappointed in it, they can, I think, kind of make that up to those fans by going with more defense, by going with more needs, offensive linemen potentially tonight and continuing in tomorrow with the rest of the rounds. But I, I just, I, I don't like, and it's specific to this fan base, Yeah, the, the undue pressure that is already on the shoulders. Like, you're already going to have pressure being the number eight pick, right? right. Like that's just, you know, if you're going in the top ten, people are expecting a lot from you. You better be damn good. But the moment TJ Hawkinson drops a pass, the moment that he... doesn't he, drop passes. I, he dropped one last year. I understand year. that. I'm just <laughs> saying, if he potentially drops one, if he isn't the impact guy that they wanted... This is going to be a total and complete disaster. Well, okay. Listen, and fans will turn very quickly. There's okay, a fine line. There is, but don't be people shouldn't be simple minded about it. If there's a reason to turn on him, like he's dropping every pass, well then yeah, that's fine. But the reason should not be because of Ebron. Oh, because he's not Gronk. That is way too simple minded. But that's too simple minded a reason to turn Whitten. on him. What is fair, it is fair to question whether you should take a tight end. I mean, it's only happened a few times in history in the top ten. And the Lions have done it twice since 1997. Completely fair to debate that. 50% of the top ten tight ends taken since 97 have been by the Lions. But rip it on the merit of a tight end. Don't rip it on the merit of Eric Ebron didn't work out and he's not Gronk. I think that's, that's kind of lazy and silly to do with that. But there's plenty of other ways to say, nope. Why would not take that tight end? Why would anybody take a tight end there? I get it. And here's the other thing. You know, I had playmakers stuck in my head. Playmaker. Everybody did. Playmaker. Love that show. Yeah. I wish they would bring it back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I asked um, Bobby Quinn last night, late last night at midnight when he was talking to the media. I were said, you guys having a nightcap? No, yeah, of course oh, we were. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, no, when they assembled media and I said, uh, you know, you made a big deal about playmakers, either on offense or defense. And from that regard, does this guy qualify? And he couldn't leap fast enough to say, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You watch uh, every clutch play, every clutch down. He's on the field. He's making the block or the catch in every situation. I talked to Kirk Ferentz for a long time last night. The most clutch guy there. Yes, he's a playmaker. You know, now when you say playmaker, you think of sacks or 70-yard touchdowns, right? But... You know, you know what? Some of the biggest plays in a game are third and six conversions, too. I suppose that leads me into another, you know, thing that kind of hit me today too. As you're watching, um, you know, all the recaps of the draft, and you're reading up on everything, and you know, I'm waiting for your column looking for to the come grades, out. looking yeah. for the grades. Yeah, you know, you just you kind of digest everything, and a lot of the complaints, and I've complained about it as well, 
are, oh my God, Daryl Bevel in this offense. It's going to be so boring. This team stylistically is going to be so boring to watch while Patrick Mahomes is out there throwing for 50 touchdowns. And and it it just, it kind of hit me that, okay, we've never been able to have sustained success with the Lions, right? Being a fan of this team in our entire lifetime. Correct. Are we really in a position to complain about how they go about it no. as long as they no, thank you for saying that. You know what I mean? No, thank you for saying that because I thought you were going down a path no. like, really? That, I'm that, not that's the old Lions that. mentality. I don't care if they win. Just give me Barry and Calvin and entertain that's me. That's the thing. They, that's the old philosophy. Listen, if they win, you don't care how yeah. freaking bo- do you, you, what do you, you have been bored if you were a Patriots fan watching a 13-3 to Super Bowl win last year. You do not care. Boring. And I don't even know how boring it technically will be. You have carry on Johnson who could be, and they're going to, you have Kenny Galladay. It's not going to be boring, boring, boring. I hope not. Boring. That that is something that just kind of like the lions have always been, okay, make the big splash, take the risk, go for the big, you know, player, Mike Williams, Charles Rod, all these guys. And it never worked out that way. <laughs> it never it did. So two four eight five nine ninety seven ninety seven. Ticket text is at nine seven one three six. How are Lions fans feeling? TJ Hawkinson officially joining uh, the Honolulu Blue. We'll get to some of your calls coming up. We also have a wonderful draft recap. The the real stuff coming your way at six. Oh, not like that little candy ass blitz they do in the crazy Italian no, show, right? No, 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 no not like way that. Way better, way yeah. better than uh-huh. that. All right, Bogey uh-huh. and Wojo, ninety seven one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 